welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body and equipment. This week, I've got probably one of my most exciting episodes. How to skate, how to surf skate a bowl well. This is something I've been doing for about 10 years. I started surf skating when they weren't really a thing. They were kind of new. I had the smooth stars first. Now I'm onto a Carver CX. I've been on a Carver CX for about eight years and I have not looked back. I have not wanted to really touch another surf skate just because of my own personal experience. But if you're writing something that isn't what I'm writing, that's fine. It's no different to surfing. Every board's different and does what you want to do. So yeah, I'm really excited to give this to you because I watch a lot of the surf skating clips that come through with the Omni community and I always think, I just kind of wish some people would focus on some different things that would have a drastic change to their surf skating. So no matter where you are in your surf skating, even if you've never skated a bowl, I'm going to break this one down. This is going to be kind of back to my more structured podcast episodes. I'm going to give you some drills. I'm going to give you some examples. I'm going to give you some videos of me. And hopefully this will give you kind of a bit of a roadmap on how to work on some of the things in your surf skating. Regardless if you've never entered a surf, you know, if you've never surf skated, if you've never hit a bowl, if you're fearing that the idea of hitting a bowl is going to sound like an injury, or if you're at the higher end and you really want to work a bowl better and faster, or if you want to work on your maneuvers, there's so much here to unpack. So I'll get into it. But quickly, maybe two weeks ago, I did a podcast with Jeff from midlife surfer which was him kind of picking apart all the random tangents in my brain uh, about surf coaching stuff with Ombi, stuff that clay has taught me stuff that i've learned from clay stuff that i've kind of just gone around through Ombi land Ombiverse, whatever we want to call it so that's about an hour and a bit there's some coaching in there i coach jeff as well it's me less structured me probably less monotone than this uh, me a bit more excited rather than trying to coach someone. It's a more casual chat. So if you want to listen to that, you can go search for Midlife Surfer. You can find him on Instagram and you'll find that, I think, everywhere else you get your podcasts. Anyways, it's a long intro this week. Let's get into surf skating. Like most weeks, I'm going to start this with a question. Do you see a bowl and think, nope, not for me, no way, I like my bones connected? Or... Does it seem like a really fun goal to work towards, but you can't seem to figure it out or how to get higher and faster? I'm going to break it down. What you should be focusing on, when getting started in a bowl, how to carve around the bowl with more skill, style, and flow. In this week, I'm going to break it down into five main aspects of what I think you should focus on as a surf coach and an experienced surf skater, what you should be focusing on. Firstly, and always, relaxing. Then keeping it grounded in surfing, learning to feel the ramp and how it wants to be skated, not forcing maneuvers, learning to move and coordinate your body properly. There's the five. I'm going to break them down. Some you may be thinking, I don't know what that means, but let's go through them all. First and foremost, relaxing. This is the most important thing you can do. And staying calm. Before you hit any ramp or you've done anything, your goal is to relax. 
no matter if you're at my level where you've been skating for years and years or you're just starting out, you need to be relaxed. By being anxious, stressed, tensed, worrying about hurting yourself, you're going to invite that event to happen. You're more focused on being injured than relaxing and moving properly to ensure that you don't get hurt. That's backwards. It doesn't matter where you are, how good you are, or what you can do. If you look down the ramp when you're skating it, you stress out about falling off, sooner or later, you will. You need to relax and not think about getting hurt. Yes, this seems backwards and we have self-preservation ingrained into us, especially as we get older. We think that we can't afford to get hurt because of XYZ or we've got a job, we've got an income. But by being calm and relaxed, by moving freely, you ensure you keep proper technique and you don't put yourself in awkward positions on the ramp or move in a way that will cause you to fall off. If you want to stay relaxed, this is how I recommend you do it. There's multiple different ways. You can go look at breath work, a whole bunch of different things. Find what works best for you. That is the most important thing, not to regurgitate what I say and do. Find what's best for you, but here's what works for me. And here's what works when I give it to other students on people I coach with skating and surfing. Before you skate or do any runs, I want you to breathe out. And I want you to keep breathing out, doing long exhalations and soften the body to relax. Let go of wherever you're holding tension and then do it until you feel relaxed. If this takes you five, 10 minutes, it doesn't matter. That's so much better than getting hurt. You know, I got stitches in my chin from skating. It's not fun. It's not great. You don't want to get hurt. So spend the five, 10 minutes to relax. I can't stress how important it is to your technique, style, and staying injury-free to be relaxed. When you're actually skating, whatever level you're at, I want you to breathe out when you're on the ramp. If you're going down, you're going up, you're doing a turn, whatever it is, find a breathing out technique that works for you. Puff your cheeks out with air and blow through like you're blowing through a straw. This causes a long exhalation and makes you let go of tension. The other alternative, which I won't sound out for you, is you make a fart noise. It's funny and it lets go of air. That's another alternative. Both work. It's what's up to you. But when you see me skating, if you really pay attention, as I start getting faster or higher up a bowl, you'll start seeing me really exhaling and blowing out air constantly. And that keeps me relaxed and focus on the breath work and just moving rather than focusing on will I hurt myself. The next point isn't so obvious for people and it's staying grounded in surfing. For a lot of people, they go out, they pick up a surf skate. You've probably seen the marketing. You've seen the videos of people surf skating and all they want to do is run out and do big maneuvers that just seem ridiculous and super fun. As a coach, I'm not really a fan of that. And I really dislike a lot of the surf skating videos as a lot of them show people doing really ridiculous stuff and it sets such an odd expectation or reality. What I, to give you an example, I've always seen videos of people going up to a bowl, doing a big turn, but they like spin 540 degrees, 720, and I just kind of sit there and think, that looks really fun, but that doesn't help my surfing. That's not a surfing turn. That's a bit different. 
So when people get into surf skating, they need to understand what is surfing and what is surf skating. So most of those maneuvers that I've just described have no connection or grounding in surfing. They aren't connected or they're done so differently from how you would do it in the surf. If you get on a surf skate, mimic the surfing you want to do. Do not jump on a surfboard and mimic your surf skating. I'm going to leave that with you for a minute. Do not mimic your surf skating. Ride a surf skate the way you want to ride a surfboard. That's the point you got it to improve your surfing. If you want to have fun, which I'm guilty of this, going around doing fun things on a surf skate, differentiate that in your head. There's a few more things to talk about grounding in surfing and keeping your training related to what you want to work on and not introducing bad habits. The big one, which a lot of people and especially new people are guilty of, is wiggling. And people are so quick to wiggle and build speed because it feels fun. And I just strongly suggest you don't. There'll be a GIF in the guide, show notes below. I'll start linking all the different videos for this one because there'll be quite a lot as we go. You don't move on your surfboard anything like the way you wiggle on a surf skate. There's no front foot, arm side to side, wiggling back and forth type action. It's really awkward. There's a really good video Clay did of himself trying to mimic it. And it just looks really weird. You'll have to see it. Also for this one, the Ombi Surf Instagram, if you swipe on the image for this episode, you'll have also the videos, as much of them as I can, put through Instagram. But there's going to be a couple people are saying this to me now. If I can't wiggle, how do I build speed? How do I connect turns? How do I connect anything? Learn to push. Push on a skateboard the same as every other skater would. Reason being, one, it's the best way to make speed. You can start learning to use your momentum and your body with the push, not just lazily pushing and not using your whole body. If you start using your whole body, it will connect to the rest of the stuff that I'm going to talk about in this episode. So best thing you can do, learn to push. It's going to help your skating so much better and it's not going to train something that's disconnected. When you push, you know that's not connected to your surfing, so you can do it any way you want. There are good ways. There's plenty of YouTube tutorials on this stuff, so you can find that stuff there. But learn to push. It's so important as a skater. And learn to push properly and use momentum. If you want to do something else, and I do this quite a lot, learn to tic-tac. And what I mean by that is you're lifting up the nose, twisting it to the left, twisting it to the right, and you're doing this kind of action to build speed. I do that, and I'm quite happy to promote that because it's so far removed from surfing it doesn't remind me of anything of surfing when i do that action i know it's a purely skate thing and if i just happen to find myself a little short on room or space or i didn't get up fully to where i wanted to be i don't mind tic-tacking a little bit to build up the speed and then go down a ramp it's totally fine because i don't connect that with my surfing if you do don't do it but for me it's totally fine push tic-tac or go down ramps and try and build speed as i said before the point of your surf skate is to mimic the style of surfing you want to do. Too many people want to do sudden snaps and moves that look and feel amazing. It can be fun, but you need to understand what is training for surfing and what's just having fun. And this is where I'm going to get a bit controversial. A lot of the surf skate stuff there that's out there that's popular. You need to do surfing that's grounded 
and proper maneuvers that you can replicate in the surf. Your cutback is not a one to two second turn. There's not many surfers, if you look at your Mick Fannings, your John John Florences, whoever is your favorite surfer, whether longboarding, shortboarding, doesn't matter. There aren't many of them that are mimicking a lot of the stuff that's happening in surf skating. There's not this sudden twitchy, snap your board around and do a 540, all these crazy turns. Surfing happens slower. You're riding a longer board. It's got a bigger turning circle. Surf skating is amazingly fun and I'm guilty of fooling around, but I always make a point to understand when I'm practicing something for surfing and when I'm fooling around and knowing what's grounded in my surfing and that this is working on my surfing. So try implement that idea and thinking so that you make a disconnect when you do it and you don't train a bad habit. Now that that's out of the way, we can get onto the main things. And if that stuff wasn't new to you, I'm sorry, but that is so important. Understanding where something fits into your surfing and relaxing. It doesn't matter how good you are. There are so many skaters. I'm just like, you're not relaxed. You're not relaxed when you're skating and that is holding you back. So relaxing again, so important. But let's get on to feeling the ramp. It is the most underrated part of skating and surf skating. Too many surfers want to go in and just practice big cutbacks or snaps, but they haven't actually learned how to skate the bowl properly. You can see when someone hasn't quite figured it out, the way they move and their timing is awkward. Usually they're stressed and tense and they're holding themselves in weird ways and their fingers and hands you can usually see it in and they're not moving well. When you get to the bowl or ramp, if it's new, if it's your 10th time, doesn't matter what it is, I want you to learn to feel it out, how it wants to be skated and how to move properly within it before you start trying to add any complexity and doing maneuvers. That may sound a bit awkward of learning to feel it out and how it wants to be skated, but you can't skate a curved bowl section that's four foot the same way that you surf a three foot ramp that's just linear. You can't surf a 10 foot wave the same as you surf a three foot wave. And a 10 foot skate bowl ramp starts getting vertical and that makes a whole other different ball game to how you skate it. So there's all this nuance in it and you need to start learning the different ramp sections how they want to be skated and how to feel that out before you start going, I'm going to do a cutback on that section. That there is so heavily entrenched in what we do in surfing. If you've got a mushy wave, a steep wave, somewhere in the middle, you're right in the pocket, you're on the shoulder. It's so vital to learn these different nuances and how that section can be surfed and wants to be surfed. For the next part, we're still learning about how to feel the ramp. And that's to use your body's momentum and generate speed getting up and down the ramp. I'm going to give you a drill for this. This is the most important part. If I was to coach you face-to-face, -face, this is where I would spend a lot of my time trying to get you to understand the skate park first before we work on complexity. I'm going to outline this for every skater, not knowing where you're at in your skating at this point when you're listening to this. So you... If you find that some of this is too easy for you, you can skip ahead a couple seconds and you'll find the section that's worthwhile for you. Before I get into it, as I've said before, there'll be a full guide in the show notes for this one with a lot of videos. If you want an understanding of some of these, I've got videos for them. You just scroll down. Right now, 
I'm going to start with phase one. And I'm just calling them phase one, phase two, three, four, just so it breaks it up and you know where to look in that guide. And this is all about when you're starting out. I want you to learn to go down a simple ramp first, a linear flat ramp, no curve. Ignore the ball for now, find a ramp and roll down it from the top, learning how to go down and how to use your body to create more speed than just gravity. So that's all about learning how to use your body and go down a ramp. You're simplifying the whole process. Then as that starts to feel more comfortable, I want you to add going up a ramp, a ramp as well. And I want you to try and use your, your momentum and your body to get higher up the ramp. I don't want you to worry about turning on the ramp first. Just focus on going down, getting as much speed as you possibly can, and then going up the ramp and getting as high as possible. You'll be going slow so you can jump off. This one's a really easy one and it's just getting used to it and comfortable. Mixing it up, finding two ramps that are close to each other, go down one and up the other. You'll start learning and feeling that you can roll into one You'll feel when you get more speed out of it. You'll feel when you get higher up the other one and you'll have a visual representation of when you're getting this and when you're not. So for what I'm calling phase two, just so you can follow along, if you can start to go down a ramp and back up, you can start adding in a bit more complexity. You can start turning around. Combining going up and down a ramp, you'll need to angle your approach first, get the figure feeling of this, of how you can go up and down do gentle turns until you can do more sharp turns. You can start adding in ramps that have got more of a curve to them. It's all about getting this feedback that throughout this whole process, you'll know what you feel when you change something, you'll feel it differently. It's so quick for you, for something to happen and be like, whoa, that felt different or I felt scared because I moved like this and that felt different, I got more speed. That's the whole point of it. You're just starting to layer on little bits of complexity and get instant feedback. So start adding in some simple turns and figuring out how to go up and down. Phase three, this is where the fun starts happening. This is where everything starts kicking up a notch and it becomes a lot more enjoyable. This is now where you find a quarter pipe, a half pipe, or a set of two ramps near each other. Just two sections you can use that are close to each other. Quarter pipe is just like your smaller version of a half pipe you know, kind of waist high, doesn't matter what it is. You can use two flat sections, two ramps that are linear in their slope. It doesn't matter. The idea is that you've just got two that you can go to, that you can go up one and down the other and keep going. So to start this, I want you to start from a complete stop. I don't want you to roll in. I don't want you to start with speed. I want you to start with a push, no wiggling. Start with a push and go up one ramp. Then I want you to go down it and into the other. And I want you to keep doing this with the aim of getting higher as you keep going. The point of this is gonna teach you how to use the ramps, how to move, use your body and momentum and build speed along with coordination. This so simple drill gives you instant feedback on how you're going. If you're doing okay, you're gonna build speed and get a little bit higher. If you're doing great, you'll build that speed really quickly and get high quickly. If you stuff up, you're going to feel it and notice that you've lost speed and hide up the ramp. You're suddenly going to get lower and you're going to have to work back to where you were. If you can't get it, you're not going any higher up the ramp and you need to change the way you move to make that happen. This is such a fundamental and should be a key focus to you. So no matter where you are, pick a ramp that's suitable to your skill level. 
pick one based on where you are at. If you see this one below, I'm going to show me doing this on the big ramp at the local indoor skate park here. And it's just about me building speed, getting higher with each one and getting used to getting higher and higher and using my, my body to create lift. What I will note with that video is that is not the ideal section I want you to do this on. That is what's available to me in local range. It's too far apart that for a lot of beginners, they can't maintain the speed because of the ramps are too far wide apart because they're meant for someone who can skate a 20 to 30 foot ramp. I don't know how big this one is. Idea being, I want you to find somewhere smaller, but because I'm a little bit more experienced, I can build up the speed, maintain it. And as I get going, I can start getting up higher and higher up the ramp. Finally, phase four, which is all about learning to carve the bowl. So we've spent the last three phases on ramps and now we're finally actually getting into a bowl. You've learned to go down a bowl or down a ramp, up a ramp, come back down and up a ramp, build speed and get higher. Now you can turn and connect flow between turns. Now you want to hit a bowl. If you go to a bowl straight away, you don't know how to flow. You don't know how to keep building speed and maintaining it. So there's no tricks, no maneuvers. Your idea is just to go around a bowl section, learning how to maintain speed, build speed, coordinate, and relax. Depending on your confidence and skill will determine how high up you go or how big of a bowl you want to skate. Pick what's comfortable for you. The idea of this is that you want to learn to go around and use the bowl. Hit each different section, pick different lines and mix it up. I don't want you to keep doing the same line every single time. You need to find different and unique ways to go around the bowl and feel the different turns. Hit the corners, hit the straights, hit the big sections. Hit the corners where they go in and around themselves. It's kind of like a little hip section. The idea is that you're learning the whole thing and this is so much more important than practicing 50 cutbacks, but you don't actually know how to use the ramp. If you don't know how to use the ramp, you can't time your cutback. You can't go up it very well. You can't go down it. You can't turn very well. You can't coordinate well and make it look good and feel good. So if you watch yourself doing a cutback and you don't know how to use the ramp, it's going to look awkward. And if you implement this into your surf skating, you're going to know how to skate a ramp better when sections feel like and how to skate them more relaxed so when you go to practice a maneuver you know how to use the ramp and the maneuver suddenly becomes so much easier rather than forcing it and not knowing why it feels awkward and then some of those feelings you can start transferring to your surfing getting up higher getting off balance getting in different positions on bigger waves this is all going to start connecting to your surfing of how you can feel relaxed turning with speed and control. If you start doing this, start learning to feel out the bowl and start learning how to skate it and just go around, you're going to learn how to move better. You're going to understand how to go faster, higher and be more relaxed and everything becomes easier. That's the point of it. You're not fighting through not knowing how to make something good, 
how something should feel. Learn to feel how to move in it first, then learn how to add complexity and maneuvers. To give you an example, as I said, in the show notes, wherever you're finding the information for this one, there'll be the guide and in phase four, I just want you to watch a video of me. You don't have to drop into the bowl. It's actually quite sketchy on a lot of surf skates. So start from a push. I'm going to show you a video of me just casually, calmly going around a bowl, trying to build speed and get higher and higher as I go, learning to use every section and do it relaxed. I'm not saying I'm the gold standard of surf skating. I'm giving you just a visual representation of where I'd like you to be and what to work on. And then if you watch my skating, it's all about being relaxed. It's all about being comfortable. There will be times when I don't use my arms much and that's because I'm comfortable and I can still use my body to open up. I can still move my shoulders and weight. But I want you to focus on feeling out the bowl, learning how to move in it and being relaxed, not worrying about falling off. I'll also show you a, a picture. I'm going to try and get a still and it'll be included where it's me and one of the bigger sections leaning in to the bowl as if I would fall. You have to be relaxed to get up higher. You can't freak out and try and stand upright as if you're perfectly against gravity. Your board and your momentum is going to keep you connected to your board as you go around these corners. You need to match your board and the angle to the ramp. You can't fight it. You have to be relaxed. The next two parts, if we're getting back to the original main five key aspects, which is being relaxed, keeping it grounded in your surfing, feeling out the ramp, and the final two are not forcing it in the skate park, and learning coordination and timing. Not forcing in the skate park is really easy. I just don't want you to overthink it or try too hard. That's the whole crux of it. I could finish there and move on and I'd be happy with it. But I don't want you to push too hard trying to do something. I want you to learn to move the body with a sense of flow and the maneuver and line will come much easier. When I say line, we're talking about the path you take in the bowl. Start from a more neutral output or effort and then learn to move more efficiently. It's not about pushing harder. Yes, you can learn to pump and carve a bowl harder and use your weight more, but that is really just moving more efficiently with the goal of building speed. It's not suddenly moving too hard on the board with one just with just one foot. Pushing too hard or suddenly pushing hard on the back foot to slide a board out will usually end up with most people stacking. The whole body is used in these movements. To do them better, move better. Not just increase one part of that whole output. And finally, this is a very easy one. Difficult to master very easy to make a impact and see a change and that's learning coordination and timing and for most people this is going to hold you back most beginners are going to move their arms and legs to different tunes or beats it's like one part of your body is dancing to one type of music and the other one is doing the different if this is you film it if it feels awkward film it and you will see one part moving before the other. If you think of this outside of skating and surfing, 
and instead just tried to do jumping and you were to jump on a box, you'd instinctively coordinate your arms and legs to compress and extend to create lift and momentum to jump higher. This is no different. Most skaters don't do this when they're beginning and they have arms and legs at different times and going in odd directions. They're fighting each other, sending mixed signals. This is the same as someone surfing with their arms flailing and they're going nowhere on a surfboard. So film yourself, look back at the movement and how they connected. This is really easy to spot and it's really good with learning how to get higher up the ramp and watching how you move. Remember slow is smooth and smooth is fast. The better your coordination and timing are, the better you will move around the bowl, the better your maneuvers will be and the better it will feel. To summarize this one, it's quite a long one. It's all about relaxing. That's the most important thing. If you take away anything, it's about relaxing. Start to relax before you've even skated. Breathe out during turns. Focus on being relaxed. You can only go as high and as fast around the bowl as you are relaxed. If you are stressed, you can't go any higher and you never will. You have to find ways to be relaxed. Then keep your training grounded in surfing. Make sure you're aware of how it connects to your surfing and how that translates. It's okay to do things that aren't grounded in surfing, but mentally disconnect them from your surfing. Have fun. I want you to have fun. But just know when you're doing something that won't translate one-to-one across to your surfing. Most importantly, other than relaxing, learn to feel the ramp. Learn to skate it. Learn to go up. Learn to go down. Learn to go up and down and turn. Learn to go higher up the ramp. And learn to build speed. This is such an easy drill that anyone can do. And you get instant feedback of whether or not you're doing it well. It's amazing in your development. It's going to teach you how to move, how to use your body, how to feel the ramp, your timing, coordination, all of it. The next part, just don't try too hard. The minute you start trying too hard, you bring in stress or you're not moving well. You're pushing too much effort into one part, trying to overexert the movement, but the rest of your body isn't moving to the same degree. And then film yourself, work on your timing and coordination, learn to move your body together. That's all this is about. The better you can move, the more efficiently in surfing and skating, the faster you're going to go, the more you're going to get out of the power zones, the more you're going to get out of the bowl. That's the key. That wraps up this episode about how to skate the bowl. I really enjoy surf skating. It's one of my favorite parts of this whole trying to improve your surfing thing, whatever it's called. I'm not fussed. But I genuinely love skating a bowl. I'm quite happy just to go around, go fast, and really enjoy it. Do big turns in really fun high sections. It's all fun. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be wherever you want to be with skating. And there's so much to learn from this that can impact your surfing and so many moments and feelings that you can translate across. And a lot of that is just about being comfortable in these different sections. But as a quick heads up, the next couple of episodes are probably going to be pre-recorded. If you've been following on me for a little while, you may know that I have been in the UK with my partner. We are now traveling home to Australia, which is very exciting to be back with the rest of the Ombi team. So in preparation for that, who knows what will happen in this world of flying. I will probably record the next 
one or two episodes ahead of time. So if any audio changes over the next couple of weeks, that will be why it may be flying and recording at the same time, different rooms, different things like that. So just a heads up. But otherwise, as always, if this episode has been enlightening and has given you a lot of new ideas on how to improve your surf skating or if you've gone out and tried these drills and it's changed the way you feel the ramp, I'd love to know. You can get in contact at info at onb.co. I read every email that comes through. I don't always get the chance to respond to them. Sometimes they get hit by the rest of the team before I get to them. Otherwise, you can search in-depth a surfing podcast on our website and you'll find a contact button there where you can get in touch with the show. You can leave an episode suggestion. The next episode is kind of an extension of this. It's about a disconnect between your upper body and your lower body, how these two parts of your body should be working together and how that connects to your skating and your surfing. They're both both deeply affected by a disconnect between upper and lower body. So think wacky, flailing arm and tutable man, something like that. That's what I kind of want to work on is how you can move your body together and how they should be connected together. And as always, if you'd like to know more about Ombi, in the show notes below this episode, you'll have the Ombi Method PDF where you can find all of our coaching from our head coach, Clayton. This is all the fundamentals of surfing, movement, science. It's a massive document. And then we also have our structured training programs at ombi.co. Other than that, I'll see you next time.